Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. This podcast is an Eldritch Dream Games production. A dark fantasy Pathfinder game laced deep with cosmic horror. We'd like to thank our patrons for making these things possible. Brian Bridges, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Frog Shark, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, Rip Rex, and Tim Demuse. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. Now, let us listen. Last time on Dungeon Ball Z. Y'all had a fight. Y'all fought a curse spell. And y'all won. Nobody died except the monsters. Which was good. Yes. As intended. I guess. <laughs> Probably not as good for the person who's second in line for, like, guild mastership and the Morheim house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? I can't help it that Riley deals 64 damage a fucking hit. Okay, it's the only one I crit. I mean, it's pr- probably Brock. I think it might be Brock. <laughs> it's just suddenly it's the <laughs> Rockley Morrock skilled. Yeah. So, you, we left off last time with the group having reunited with their, uh, with their scrubs that they left behind. Uh, and moving on towards this umbral path that is supposed to take them to this holy place, this altar where Ekron can be healed. So some, some hours later, you've escaped the, uh, the mushroom land from which, in which you were hiding and are back along the path to the north, traveling along for a bit, go off the road as Truth and Ekron both lead the way. And you come to what looks like a more traditional woodland, albeit the trees look a little alien and strange uh, to those of you not familiar with the Shadow Plane. Is it more mycelium or are they actual trees now? No, they're actual trees now. How much of this is going to curse us? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. Um, so, Truth seems to be a good guide, like he do, and leads you within the woodland, following a little used, but uh, especially to someone like Leaf, a uh, very apparent path, uh, which eventually leads to a pair of these trees that are bent and twisted together um and the path beyond them grows into a darkness that uh even subverts dark vision uh betwixt them oh this is the path to the to the deep shadow yes this will take us to the altar and the temple it's old and abandoned uh, do you know how long it takes to get there? Oh, it's not an exact 
Yes, I know. But are we going to be traveling for hours or for days or, you know? A relatively short amount of time. Nothing days long. Likely not even multiple hours long, but I can't say for certain. Okay. Well, I am just wondering, do we start down the path and go do this? uh, Or do we need to rest up before we go down into the deep shadow? We should probably rest. Okay. Mr. Morheim? Yes. Um, I have a suggestion for the guild master. Is it to rest? I've been listening to the conversation. Well, no, I am saying um, I think you should make sure that there is always somebody with the dark vision uh, on the watches. This is fair and intelligent. I will um, take that in consideration when we talk about setting up watches for our little rest. But we'll definitely air up. How many people do we have that can truly see in the darkness? Well, Truth can see, and I can see, and Voice can see, and Winter can see, and Eckhart can see. Well, that should cover all the watches. Yeah, and then some. So yeah, we'll just uh, pair up everyone named. I guess except Ekron, he can probably just rest. Um, I think we only really need four pairs for an eight-ish hour watch. Um, and then we'll just throw someone on to each uh, each of those guys as we go through camp and resting. Okay. I think if, um, if I don't know, Grayson, do you have a spell that, the, the spell that lets you sleep in armor or no? Do you have your spell that lets you sleep in your armor or no? I do not have it prepared. Okay, then somebody, we should put him either on first watch or last watch so he does not have to get in and out of armor in the middle of the night. Sounds like his preference, whichever suits you. I can take the first watch. Then it's settled. Okay, well then if you want to wake me for second watch, I will help you out over your armor. Because <clears throat> I know how it works. All right. I will not sleep in the room while uh, we are traveling through Shadow Plane because you may need me. That's fair. <clears throat> uh, those of you with survival, uh, go ahead and make me a survival. That's a 12. Come on, leave. I got a 14. Okay. Is that all? I don't have survival. All right. Um, never mind then. <laughs> the weather's fair and will probably stay that way. Okay. So for my group, we will do truth, then me, then uh, void, then win. And you can match whoever you wish up with each of us. Great. Um, uh, I don't know. Let's do a leaf. You want to go first? Then me. Sure. Uh, Nina's technically an adventurer now. She can have third watch. <laughs> All right. And uh, Rusa can take last. Okay. So you begin to rest throughout the night. Yes. Taking your watches as needed. A couple of hours in, uh, the wind begins to blow more and more severely. And uh, clouds uh, obscure the dull red. Uh, moon above. 
crackles of thunder rumble through the sky, though no great um, flashes of light are seen. Nearing the end of the first watch, uh, nearby, bolts of lightning uh, that throw off darkness instead of light begin to rain down from the sky in the distance, utterly darkening, even to dark vision, everything uh, during the flash. Second shift rolls around and rain starts to come in. Uh, Temperature drops and it starts getting very cold. Um, I mean, uh, even just from the end of first watch, because I think uh, Leaf was first and Riley was taking second. Um, so I imagine that exchange, uh, Riley would just ask, uh, are we about to get by a storm, Leaf? Could I make like a knowledge nature, I guess, to figure that out? Uh, yeah. That's a natural 20 for a total of 35. Um, everything says yes. Um, of course, the weather's a little bit unusual for what you're used to, but, uh, it's similar enough for you to, uh, come to the conclusion that yes, there is a storm rolling in. It does look like we're going to get a pretty bad one weather. Maybe it would be prudent to try to secure or find better shelter than what we have set up. Well, I mean, if anybody knows it'll be uh, where something is close by, it'll be truth director. I suppose it's time to kick them awake then. Well, truth is already here. Well, we'll kick him anyways. <laughs> yeah, if Kicks he's back. right there. That hurts. No, that sucks. <laughs> Perry. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean, if he's right there, then we can just talk about it as a collective. Unfortunately, there's not much around these parts. The trees should offer some level of shelter. But well, I guess all the people that need to sleep, we can put as many as we can into the wagon in the Pardo. I would suggest that, yes. It's likely going to get quite cold as well. How's, how severe does the weather get in these parts? Uh, well, similarly to the other side, the storms in this area can get pretty bad. But exactly how bad right now, it's difficult to say. I don't suppose there's a chance we could just push on through and finish our journey to try to outpace the storm and get away from it. There is, but umbral paths house many dangers and they change from time to time. I can't promise much. Well, I do have some concerns about the beasts of burden we have and their exposure to such vicious storms and everyone's safety, especially since our only uh, sources of shelter are the Vardo and Shadow's room, if need be. And the other wagon. Yes. But perhaps we could go through the path and maybe it's not be such bad weather there and we can finish resting. Perhaps. I'll need to be wary of what's inside, though. Is is this uh, is this path, is this doorway, uh, is it one that goes both directions or not? It does. 
then why don't you pop on all through and see if there is a, a safe place nearby and then come back in then. Because this is a path, not a portal. You have to travel its length. I see. And there are either guardians or traps or beings or puzzles. Well, then I guess we should just go ahead and get started. Yeah, Riley just kind of rolls his neck to uh, and like shoulders and uh, with a little bit of a groan, he'll say that's probably for the best at this point. Um, I doubt we could throw together a feasible shelter. Um, we may as well just get everyone together and keep moving. Very well. I will collect Akron. Yes. I'll let everyone else know of the plan. I'm sure some of them can at least uh, catch uh, some sleep as we travel, resting inside our various vehicles. I can scout the head if you want, brother. And uh, not be seen and let you know what awaits on the path. I'd rather us stay together if possible. Umbral paths, just like the shadow walk, you can fall out of them into who knows where. It's not nearly as narrow, but sometimes a place looks like a safe place to stand or to hide, and it's not. You can scout ahead some, but I wouldn't suggest going too far. Okay, well, load everybody up. All right. So, as the rain starts coming down and the first few pieces of hail start to tink off the roof of the Vardos, you pass into the Umbral Path. The woods around... Uh, continue on, but are shrouded in supernatural darkness. The rain is not present here. It's almost more a tunnel than it is a woodland. You continue on, and eventually the sounds of the storm fade into the background. Uh, How far ahead is Shadow uh, scouting? Uh, well, he didn't want her to get too far ahead, so. But that's like, up for you to decide how far it, is too far. Like, maybe 40 feet in front of the party, checking for traps and stuff along the way. All right. So you would probably be the first to notice this creaking sound, almost like being on a boat. Uh... And it just exudes from trees themselves at the side of the road, whose tops you can't see, almost as if shadow were woven like spider's webs over the branches. And you would know that these deeper darknesses are problematic um, due to just the way that they can obscure things, even from dark vision. Uh, And it is otherwise naturally just complete darkness. Uh, within this path. <clears throat> the lights that are being used to supply uh, some visual aid to those without dark vision uh, are suppressed even more greatly within here. Instead of half their normal distance, they're at a quarter of their normal distance, barely providing any use. <clears throat> 
You can like, she'll, keep, she'll keep message up to keep a, a connection with Truth. All right. So that she can tell him every little thing she thinks might be important. All right. Oh, give me a perception. Oh, shut up. A 25. Um, go ahead and make me a knowledge planes check. Twenty-four. So you realize that ahead the shadows are um that there are shadows cast by unseen light, but you are not really sure what's up with them. Okay. Um I guess I will tell truth that. Okay, so he'll come up ahead of the group, having everyone stop and approach, and we'll have him roll. Alright, that's much better. So, uh, he says that these are twisting shadows, um, a dangerous sort of um suffusion of negative energy into the darkness here um they're they they grab and cloy and are cold but they're not completely um like pervasive uh, there are going to be areas amongst them that are safe, and he points out a few squares, or he points out a few like little areas that it would be safe enough to pass. But he also says he doesn't know how far this goes. But uh, are we going to be able to get the wagons through without the touching these things? I think if we can get the horse through, then... The shadows don't tend to cling much to inanimate objects. They cling to living things. Okay. So, um, he's able to point out a little bit of where he thinks it's safe. I need you to make another uh, planes check. Another 24. Plus two. And the the 25 is what you needed, so identify the next um, safe space and make your way through. But do make me another one. Oh, good grief. All right, so I rolled one higher that time. Okay, then you should make it through. You're able to pass through the Twisted Shadows. You make it through the Twisted Shadows without... Anybody getting caught? Okay. As you continue further, uh, the forest floor will give way to cobbled, uh, a cobbled path. Still trees at the side of it uh, break and uh, break and warp this path, but uh, in the center, it holds mostly true. In 
distance as your um as your sight begins to uh pick up things in the darkness make me a perception check that would be a 19 so you would hear a strange sound like a combination of the screech of an owl and uh haughty laughter and as you step shortly forward you see a large figure with a large feline body and a paws of a tiger and gray owl wings but the head of an aged human woman uh Prude, I think I found the guardian. He steps forward. Um, go ahead and make me uh, planes checks. Well, I rolled a one, so no. Okay, um, and he didn't get it either. <laughs> um, what is that? It is a guardian? I don't know. You want I should go talk to her? No, you should stay back. And he'll begin to step forward. Oh my god. So, in this raspy sort of uh, voice, as uh, truth begins to approach, the creature speaks says halt there if you wish to pass you must answer my riddle like shadow's just staying back staying unseen with a very put up look on her face uh to truth um steps forward and says what are your riddles for you what lives without a body Ears without ears, speaks without a mouth, to which the air alone gives birth. And um, while he's thinking, uh, Shadow, would you like to think of the answer? Or do you want to let him do it? Oh, nope. Nope, she's she's annoyed with him. That's so great. <laughs> She's annoyed. <laughs> All right. Um, anybody else want to uh, figure out what's going on? Uh, I figured we probably roll up just at the tail end of the riddle and like stop right behind Shadow. <laughs> um, uh, I, I guess I, in my head, I'm picturing like Leaf and Riley, like right driving i guess i don't know <laughs> um taking front points um and basically following shadow's lead so when we kind of stumble into her um standing in the road everything comes to a stop and um uh i'm, I'm going to imagine because i'm going to inevitably ask to hear the riddle again that riley only caught a little bit of what was being said in the distance so he'll uh hop out and approach shadow unless she's completely invisible for some reason <laughs> uh, she's not like she hadn't used her invisibility but she's like standing off to the side staying in the shadows sure and Riley's eyesight or uh, vision is extremely limited here so 
uh, he just like walks up to her and like leans in a little bit and whispers, what's going on? Oh, he's handling it. I'm, Who, I'm going oh. to wait here. Well, I recognize that tone in your voice. Um, he's not in danger, is he? Probably not. He has a big sword. He is talking to the Guardian. The Guardian. And what is the Guardian? The Guardian is the person that decides whether you can proceed down path or whether they, they will not let you down path. And it's this tricky business because if you kill the Guardian, you break the path and you do not get to go where you want to go. So you have to get that right. You have to appease the Guardian. Oh, and what does the Guardian want? It wants Truth to enter a riddle. And at, at this point, uh, Truth uh, actually does speak up. Uh, he says, an echo. There is a raspy laugh. Uh, and the creature says, correct. And you'll see Truth um, just fade into blackness and vanish. See, that is what you have to do. Well, it looks like he handled it. Yes, but the, we all have to be able to go through. But don't know if I am going to stand here and I am going to wait and be the last one so that he worries about me. Well, the password is an echo, so I think That's we should be fine. for being that way. It'll be different riddles for everybody, I'm sure. Yes, well, perhaps we could all approach at the same time and answer a single riddle with our collective brains and all pass through. We can try, but I am not sure that is how it works. Riley shrugs. <laughs> to be honest, I fly most things by the seat of my pants, so there's only one way to find out. Let us try. Ah, yes. Let us approach the Guardian and do the one thing that Chris is terrible at. <laughs> Riddles. It's my uh, out-of-game weakness, but this will be fine. Well, if, if you can't think of it, I, I will let your character. Yeah, check, yeah. So. No worries. I'm excited. <laughs> so, Riley steps forward? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's light it up. Hold there. We're, we're going forward as a group. As a group? Is what Riley decided. Yeah, see what happens. Hold there. You must answer my riddles if you wish to pass. Oh, wonderful. Um, yes, <laughs> I understand that's how these things work. So by all means. And uh, you can't really see anything but a pair of reflective eyes held a bit higher than a human ought to be. Um, and she she turns to you, Riley, uh, and says, For you, feed me and I will live. Give me a drink and I will die. What am I? Are we all going to get riddles? Can I be like, give someone else a riddle while I think about this for a little bit? Your riddle is yours, but others may approach. Yes, perfect. She turns to Shadow. Oh, you can save me for last. My brother is being a dick, so so am I. So honest. Well. I take it we're not allowed to help each other. It does not matter to me, but make sure your answer is right. 
If it is not, you will not leave this place. Oh, did I know the answer to Riley's? I, yeah, I, know I, think, the, I know the answer to Mr. Morheims if you want there. I, I uh, think Leaf just kind of waggles his silver hand. That means nothing to this creature. <laughs> right, but I mean, hopefully it means something to Riley. Uh, well, I suppose if he's taking if he's taking his time to answer, I'll deign to hear my riddle. I got mine, I think, but go ahead. Okay. The more you take, the more you leave behind. What am I? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know your answer too if you need it. Wow. Are you like just naturally good at riddles? Yes. Cool. Like my, my brain just I, I don't know if it's like anxiety over giving the right answer or what, but I tend to overthink riddles, which I think holds me up um, when it comes to riddles, but neat. <laughs> I, I think he, he, he'll just like lean over to uh, Shadow and say, it's not a hole, is it? No. The more you take, the more you believe behind it is footsteps. The more steps you take, the more Prince, you leave with the current? Yes, but the more holes you dig, the more holes you leave behind. It is It is not. <laughs> <laughs> Your logic is fine, but no, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, okay, D just so we don't have this lingering over it, um, based on the uh, hints that Leaf gave me and uh, how much that makes sense, um, I'm going to... Uh, I would like a safety int check to make sure my answer is right before getting it, giving it, but I want I want to say fire. Uh, you can make your safety int check. Know that if you do poorly, uh, the answer may be incorrect. Oh. <laughs> well then. You know what? I'm going to make sure that I don't do poorly. And how can I do that? Um, <laughs> Search the dice. Answer, uh, <laughs> dice. Rolls no, a net one. You fool. Obviously, the answer is a physical pick. mana for big brain. No, no. I'm going to um, do a mythic surge. Give me a D6 on any D20 roll. Since I have so many mythic points that I hardly ever use except for combat. Okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that that's some big brain dice energy right there. Uh let's see. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. <laughs> yes, fire is correct. Yes. Okay, great. Uh now that Chris is appeased with the certainty of the correct answer, Riley will say fire for his. Very good. And you will vanish and you will appear in uh I think a grotto would be the correct term. Uh with uh, pillars, statues, an altar, and a large dead tree uh, next to Truth. And it was just like, is everyone okay? Cool. Uh, real quick, because I'm sure he didn't really think about it until like, so when he gives the right answer, does he just like transport to the end of this path or does it just like open up and allow him to walk through? No, it just, it takes you. Okay. Um, so then in like the split second when he realizes that giving the correct answer is going to instantly transport him or whatever, uh, I want him to flash a look to his allies, maybe one of some concern. I guess it would depend on how well they can read his expression to convey a last 
second realization on his part. Sh- Shadow, uh, you have dark vision. You can make a sense motive. Uh, 26. He looks concerned. <laughs> yes. Yes, there is uh, some immediate concern about him being immediately whisked away without being able to linger around. But then he's gone. <laughs> so so much a face can say. So are all the people in these wagons having to do this? Or are the wagons being transported? The um, Whoever is last with a given wagon, uh, if you ask the the guardian, she'll whoever is last with a given wagon may take it with them. The horses don't have to answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nay. But yeah, she's going to she's going to let all the rest of them through first. Yeah, Box is going to have to answer a riddle. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I shrink him down and I put him in my pocket. <laughs> I don't think he can shrink him quite that much. Does Wasabi have to answer one? Wasabi is intelligent. He has to answer one. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shadow will help them. So, uh, what what is it, Leaf? Is it um, holes or footsteps? Look, I'm I'm holding off. You're holding off. All right. Uh, I'll back away. <laughs> what is a footstep? But a flaw footstep. What is a man? A <laughs> <laughs> little pile of secrets. Um. <laughs> Let's see who's next. Void wants to stay with Shadow until as close to the end as possible. Um, Ekron will go next. Today he is here to trip you up, and he will torture you tomorrow. Yet he is also there to ease the pain when you are lost in grief and sorrow. And Ekron just waves his hand and he says, Alcohol, and disappears. I knew that one. I knew that one. <laughs> it's only because it's so relevant. <laughs> when uh, is next? So, names give power, magic to control, but what is broken by naming it? And so, Window will think. Window will make a intelligence check. Window will make a very good intelligence check, and Window will say silence and vanish. Rousseau and Winifred next. What must you first give me in order to keep it? Thinks for a second and then kind of like offhandedly says my word and he will vanish. And like all these people are popping up on your side. Uh, (laughs) Riley. Cool. He's counting down making sure that uh, people are uh, accounted for as they pop in. And with each person, Truth is like, where's she? Where is she? Oh, man. I don't know if Riley should play into what Shadow's trying to do. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Riley's going to uh, help Shadow out a little bit. He's been traveling with her for a bit longer than this guy. Riley's just going to like offhandedly say, I don't know. I thought she was right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he looks like Really pissed for a second, and somebody's just like, she's still there. <laughs> um, Nina is next. I give mirth and merriment, and they say I smell quite old, but I can turn a timid man into one that's quite bold. What am I? And 
she kind of like pipes them. I was like, I actually know this one. It's wine. And uh, she will vanish. Also relevant to my real life. Damn. Thrills are on point. All right. So I believe we are now down to wasabi, box, leaf, and uh, void, and cheddar. I want wasabi to go first. Wasabi goes <laughs> first. And you would understand what is spoken because you can speak plant. I'm trying to find an appropriate one. It says, the foolish man wastes me. The average man spends me. The wise man invests me. Yet all men succumb to me. What am I? What do I have in my pockets? <laughs> What's it got in its stinky little pockets? Oh, Sean talking in his real voice. Finally. He's he's succumbed to his baser natures. (laughs) If Leaf wants to translate and try and get something off before Wasabi thinks himself uh, an intelligence check, you may. (laughs) I'm going to pull him into a huddle and just, just, you know, give him the pep talk. Okay, buddy. Give me your guess first, and I'll tell you if it's bad. Mm-hmm. Stabbing. No, but close. <coughs> I want you clubbing. So he's just, no, no, and he's just gonna like flick him in the forehead, and he's gonna okay, stand up straight, you know, chin up, and <laughs> just say. So I want you to square your shoulders. And then whenever you turn around, I want you to say time. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> he, he like squares up, like sticks his chest out, and like tries to look threatening. He's just like, <laughs> hey! And he vanishes. <sighs> <laughs> Never to be seen or heard from again. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and Wasabi uh-huh. pops out on the other side. <laughs> uh, who wants to go next? Oh, Void's going to wait, so that leaves you in box. Yeah. Box. Box. I had a good one. I feel like we're going to have problems if the answer is anything other than a box or box. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, she's speaking in a language that he can comprehend. Uh, What goes round and round the wood, but never goes into the wood? Box. (laughs) (laughs) So, Box is going to make an intelligence chair. You can do that if you'd like. And you can also attempt your own thing to try and aid him. Okay, so that's an eight on Box. And I'll do one for Leaf is a 19. The bark is what you think. (laughs) That's... That's the better guess than what I had. I was like, oh, the sun. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, and he's, he's just going to kind of like do the same thing he did to Wasabi, except I guess more respectfully, like <laughs> the difference between like prepping your oldest child versus your youngest child to like go out into public. Um, and so he's, he's just going to lean down. He's like, so what are you thinking, buddy? He just shrugs. Okay. Good effort. Uh, just say bark. He like reaches up, like pulls a chunk off of him. 
Maybe that'll work. He holds it up. Box. <laughs> Password denied. <laughs> like, uh, but like in in like the implant speech, he says bark, and uh, he'll vanish. Box will show up like everybody like like just big fucking tree man just yeah. So as he says bark and starts to vanish, I'm going to say footsteps. You vanish. Just... <sighs> I, was, I was really gonna wonder. I was really wondering which one you were gonna pick. <laughs> <laughs> I trust. I trust Shadow over my own judgment. <laughs> All right. It is your turn, Void. Are you sure I can't convince you to go first? And leave you behind? No. Fine. You're not as well equipped to deal with the Shadow plane on your own as I am. This fire is smothered best not by water or sand, but by words. And he's going to go ahead and make an intelligence check. Oh, that's not very good. Do you have any suggestions you would like to float his way? Desire. He will mimic and vanish. Mimic and spontaneously combust. So you are the last one remaining. Yeah. She will walk up and she'll be like, I, I am not trying to be impolite, uh, Miss Guardian, I do not know. But I had a brother I have to teach a lesson to. You can ask me a question now. I can fly like a bird, not in the sky, which can always swim and can always dry. I say goodbye at night and morning high. I'm part of you, what I am. I follow and lead as you pass. Dress yourself in black, my darkness lasts. I flee the light, but without the sun, your view of me would be gone. It is shadow. And you vanish. Congratulations, nobody got petrified. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man, that's good. So you are all now standing in this uh, in this grove, um, or grotto. Grotto, not grove. And... Uh, before you stands the altar with the great dead tree around the pillars and the statues of this ancient altar that the symbols of what gods or deities or powers they may be to are long since faded and cracked. But the altar seems to be in relatively good condition still. Okay. Ekran, are you ready, dear? As ready as I'm going to get. All right. Let us try this thing. All right. So you go forward, and uh, he'll get up on the altar and uh, and lay down. You can feel here that there is shadow mana around. Uh, it's infused in this place. Like she was not given specific instructions on how to transfer this mana. Right. So she's just gonna, I guess, try to will it to happen. That is how men generally work. So yes, well, she don't know. <laughs> and so the rest of you standing back would see um, over overhead, unlike before, where the where the moon overhead was this dull red color. Here, it's sort of like a purplish hue. Um, and actually a, a fair bit brighter, though still equating to dim light. 
And out of the pillars, as she begins to do this, just walls of darkness begin to flow outward like smoke and towards her. They, they whirl around her like a twister and, and bear back down on the altar. A deep, concentrated darkness begins to well out of the dead tree in the center. And it expands outward, encapsulating the altar and everything within about 20 feet of it, uh, just beyond what um, the rest of you can see. Um, Truth uh, attempts to step forward uh, and ends up kind of bumping into it. It's solid. He then begins to beat on it. Meanwhile, inside the sphere, uh, everything is perfectly dark. You can't see anything, Shadow. You don't hear Grayson pounding outside. You don't hear the whipping of wind. Everything is still. It's just you and like the the sense that you know that Ekron is nearby. Like I'm sure this is extremely odd that this is happening, but I don't think it panics her because she spends so much time in basically sen- sensory deprivation rooms. Mm-hmm. that it's not like a sensation that she's never experienced. Right. You would hear a voice quiet like a whisper. What does it want? I need to heal Ekron. He was damaged by the shadow dragons and I need to make him well again. The soul bitten and burned on the stone. Oh, yeah, that's Ekron. It takes the pain away from it, but the pain becomes its own. Okay. Okay. So, uh, out from the outside, um, the fear begins to shrink, um, moving inward towards the altar. Uh, this is not something you are aware of, uh, Shadow. But uh, what the rest of you would notice is that a figure um, is um, standing where once there was the shell as it shrinks away. It looks like in a silhouette of Ekron, almost. Uh, does anybody do anything? Riley's not really 100% sure what's going on or what this should look like. So... Um, he knows that a lot of the stuff his companions can do and a lot of the stuff of like this part of the world and what's essentially a completely different plane of existence than what he's used to is beyond what is normal for him. So his reaction is honestly gauged on the reaction of his companions. Leaf, you doing anything? I think Leaf is avoiding rocking the boat. Just he's, he's a little out of his depth here. Like, for instance, the thing, sh- you know, asking riddles probably uh, would have aroused some suspicion. But this is pretty casual from a uh, silent seven perspective. And so, um, you know, same as Riley, more or less. No, it's more Heim. It's Riley more Heim. But yeah, that's cool. <laughs> oh, no, you're Riley more or less now. No, that works so hard. <laughs> Give me the Heim back. No, it's Heimlich. I fucking knew it. Halfway through <laughs> what I was saying, I knew you'd yeah. follow up like that. 
Yeah, so like if, if no one else rushes forward or seems like super disturbed or distraught by this. Uh, like Rousseau and uh, Truth and Void all kind of like look on with caution. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no one's like attacking or anything. Okay. Um, yeah, then he's most Riley's mostly following the lead, more particularly of uh, Shadow's allies, because they should, probably should know if this looks like it's going south. Okay. Uh, you would notice as it shrinks further, a short distance away, another silhouette emerges. They're not like walking out or anything. It's just receding and they're there. It continues to do so. That's certainly weird. Yeah. The sphere has shrunk to nearly where Shadow and Ekron were. Shadow, um, you can see Ekron now. Uh, just him. Uh, and he appears to be getting better now to the rest of you these figures uh some of which who were on the other side of the sphere uh that you simply hadn't noticed uh begin to walk around the sphere um toward each other towards the first one that you saw they begin to group together sort of phasing into each other becoming more defined with each one that enters the next definitely still a very shadowy uh, silhouette of Ekron. Um, the sphere shrinks rapidly uh, passing you shadow and in in the last moment of the darkness you hear it is done and uh, you hear a great crack as the tree uh, in front of the altar uh as if struck by lightning, uh, begins to split open and crack. And you said this would use her shadow mana that she had? This would use your shadow mana, but there is also shadow mana uh, present in the area. I'm just trying to track it. Okay. But now you have Ekrin laying on this altar and this shadow of Ekrin uh, standing between you and the party. Okay, she doesn't have a clue what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. And Ekron seems to be unconscious. Is everything okay? I do not know. The uh, vision the black butterfly gave me told me to come here and I, that I could heal him. This is uh, one of my 30 options and was supposed to be the most likely one to work and not have any bad side effects. But I do not understand what is happening. Truth? I do not know. This is not something I'm familiar with. Well, uh, we we seem to have gone past the point of my expertise. I I suppose we just observe? I think if we can, we avoid this. Get us and Ekran out of here. It's best when you don't know what it is here to leave it alone if possible. He is unconscious at the moment. Can you not pick him up? Uh, Well, probably. I don't know how much the man weighs. I never tried to carry him before. I don't want to risk setting this thing off if it will go off. How much does Ekron weigh? A hundred and thirty pounds, maybe. Okay. So yeah, she can pick him up, but that's going to put her uh, over her medium load. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) Her speed's only like 45 or 60 now. My speed is normally 60. It's like 40 now. So do you want to... Take like a long 
jaunt around or? Yeah, uh, Truth told her not to get too close to it, so she's going to give it a wide berth. Okay. You, Truth will kind of motion for everybody to like head back the other direction. And you leave. The shadow Ekron stands there being sorrowful. I do not know what is happening. Why is it not working? This is where I was told to come. Like, you notice that, like, Akron looks well now. Like, he doesn't look as fucking old and beat up as he did before. It almost looks like he's, like, 20 years younger, even. A lot of good that does him if he's in a coma. He's just unconscious. And wake him up. Get, uh, you, can, you can rouse him, sm- smack him around a little bit if you want. As the uh, group's retreating, you said the uh, shadowed form of this guy looked sorrowful. Yeah, it kind of has since the beginning. As soon as you could tell, it had like features. Um, is the way out just like back through a portal, like how we entered the path? It, it's similar, yes. Like there is nature around here, um, but things are definitely different. Cool. Can I? Um, I know people are retreating by the time that um, uh, I guess Riley would feel inclined to take initiative. Just uh, him being a little hesitant to just like walk away from the situation since it seems like there might be something significant going on here, um, though he's not really certain. Um, is there anything I could glean from a sense motive on this figure? Not necessarily to see that it's sad, but to maybe tell if it's sentient or if it uh, if there's anything more to it, if it's deeper than just a shadowed figure looking sad. <laughs> uh you sure can okay 22 so with the 22 you in from from your distance but you look it over closely trying to pick up anything you can uh and you meet eyes with it and you are just flooded with this sensation of melancholy and sadness and just like everything is wrong and nothing is right and nothing will ever be right again. And I need you to make a will save. <laughs> Great. I'm awesome at those. Um, <laughs> ah, let's, let's be ballsy. Um, you prophesize this. I'm sick of failing will saves, to be honest. <laughs> and my bonus is so low. Um, so, if possible, I would like to use Charmed Life in conjunction with another Surge to add a d6 to my d20 roll. That's fine. Cool. Okay. Great. Um, then that's... Charmed Life adds another 2, so that's 17 plus 6, 23. 23? Yes. You're able to, like, break your eye contact and, and sh- shake that feeling. Um, uh... Uh, it, you, you're kind of scared to look at it again, though. Not like mechanically frightened or anything like no, that. No, no, that's fair. And I, I definitely, I was uh, already thinking ahead. And I, I think the moment that Riley maybe even gets the sense that um, he might be getting like mentally consumed or just like getting drawn deeper into this, he would like immediately pull back and just follow the party and retreat. Right. He has enough problems right now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So you all leave. Well, he's going to crit me. He's mind controlled. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, does Leaf leave a threatened square? Can I just <laughs> real quick? <laughs> I'm leaving every square I can right now. <laughs> oh no. What? What square do you always leave but never can? Uh, enemies reach? Your own. Oh. Uh, you're dead. Boo. It's <laughs> a shame. Not if I disincorporate. <laughs> <laughs> so you leave through the portal. Or not the portal. Fucking, you leave through the Umbral Pass. And this one, while similarly dark, is filled only with echoes. These shaded, shadowed beings, much like the one you left behind. They stand at the waysides, watching you as you leave. Anybody want to take a look at one of them? Want to make some eye contact right quick? <laughs> Riley stares at his feet the entire trip. <laughs> um, no, no, but more realistically, uh, I mean, as we pull back, um, Riley would like to uh, breach the distance between him and Shadow. Um, he is not going to be, you know, like looking at much else that's going on here. Um, just because I, I guess of how uh, deeply he was touched by what he experienced back there. But he will inform Shadow and whoever's standing nearby, at least, of the um, great pangs of emptiness and sorrow left behind in that shadowed husk of Akron. And, uh, that he couldn't help but feel as though it was trying to draw him in to some capacity. Though he has no idea what that means. It certainly wasn't a great feeling. And he hopes that her friend and ally is okay from all of this. And, like, I imagine you tried waking Ekron. Uh, perhaps at the wagon or something. Yeah, she would have taken him to a wa one of the wagons and laid him down and tried to wake him. Yeah, he'll wake up. Like, it takes a little bit of rousing, like he's in a very deep sleep, but uh, he will wake up. How do you feel? Better than I have in years. I'll be peaceful. You look there? Yeah. I imagine. Of course, whether it's the body and the mind, it's undone. Okay, well, I am glad it worked. Even though I don't know how it worked, I want to get worked. I'm glad it worked. As am I. Okay. I suppose you should rest. I am tired. I will stay with you. Thank you. And so, with everyone having been informed of what happened with the other one and avoiding eye contact with these things at the side of the path, you make it out the other side back from once you came and we'll come back next time on the eternal podcast hi there my name's don i'm a proud patron of this podcast you just listened to I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the projects that I work on. When I'm not listening to Tracy, Sean, and the rest of the gang tell wonderful stories using the Pathfinder rules, I like to make podcasts of my own. 
I'm the GM in the Starfinder Homebrew Adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Good day. This is Dick Horney, inviting you to explore the world of Dustress, a unique homebrew setting within an Elder's Dream Games universe. Come along as the Hive Queen leads a gambler, cowboy motherfucker with six shooter. I ain't never moved cattle in my life. I am a gambler. A Native American. He he doesn't have a lifetime of eating processed food, so he probably is actually quite regular. And a Detroit teenager. Okay, so we're rolling into elves, aliens, and troll dolls. Through discovery of new magical abilities, struggle with the reality of unknown gods, and maybe learn a little bit about themselves along the way. Visit Eldritch Dream and Duster's Podcast on Twitter for details. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to seeing that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We had an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning and uh, I kind of had... Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? <laughs> LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the Untimely Dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you would like to become a patron, check us out on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. Also, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. You can also find us in the Hive, that's our Discord, link in the description below. You can also find a link to our merch on sonerdware.com. And find us on Twitter, at Eldritch Dream, at Aeterna P, and at Dustress Podcast. And until next time, everybody... May the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.